Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here with Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt. We're live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. We got Peyton and Rai Rai in the back. You good? You situated? I'm you good. I was, have... uh, my, my headphones were all cattywampus, and I had to undo them. No, uh, no lip balm? You disoriented? I lost Disheveled? it. It was, in my, uh, it was in my little pouch. My hoodie pouch, and I walking up the stairs. I must have dropped it or something like that. Oh. So, no uh, plush bedazzled lips today. I'm not right. putting lotion on my lips. I don't understand. The why. Mike Bassick lotion. The Mike Bassick lotion. Because lip balm is like if that touches your tongue, that's not the worst. That touching your tongue on lotion when it's like right by your lips, that's disgusting. Which, by the way, uh, I texted Bassick to start the show. So, what happened yesterday with his card court case? Did he call any of you? Or- he did not. Mm. He did not. He did not call I, me. I, I guess uh, there was no Maverick game on. I took that as a bad sign. <laughs> Perjured himself. Took that as a bad sign, and he said, I have to go back today. And I said, well, good or bad first day. And he said, man, I never want to do that again. I said, but you're about to, and you're still not saying whether it's good or bad. And he has to go back today. What are we in the freaking, like, OJ trial? Like, oh, he's yeah. get, getting out of work for another day. He's, he's not doing the show for a second straight day. Uh, so I think the case probably ended. Jury's yesterday. jury's deciding. They're, they're they're it's a hung jury. They're out. I I think the uh, the case was probably decided yesterday, and Mike just wanted another day off. Yeah, so it's totally like guys, I gotta go back to court. Sorry, you gotta testify. I've been subpoenaed. Yeah, go. All right, so Jordan Schultz, who is as good at getting back to me to come on the show as Shams and Woj is, heir to the Starbucks throne, Jordan Schultz. Wait, his dad is Howard. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh my God! Why is he working? Uh, because, because he loves he wants it. Some respect from people. I mean, the fact but, that you I mean, didn't know that—the fact that you didn't know that fact mean he pr- means he's probably tried to downplay that connection. He just wants to establish himself, which is I respect it. Wow! Do you think he got the job because of his dad? Uh, I mean, he started out very—he started out independently. He just did things independent. Oh, and, independently. Yeah. I mean, it's not like ESPN hired him or anything. Like but. Zach Gelb. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> shout out Zach, CBS Sports Radio. Anyway, Jordan Schultz—he's been coming out with some decent stuff. Sure. And yesterday, he basically said, "Get ready, Dak Prescott will be resetting the market at sixty million dollars a year." So. We felt like this was coming. Bobby, you did lay out a scenario for RJ, Bassick, and other people not wanting the long-term commitment to Dak on how they could go through this year. Yep. Having a lame duck quarterback and a lame duck head coach, but this is Jordan Schultz. And again, I'm not taking this like as, you know, uh, 
in stone. This is an easy thing to kind of say. Get ready. Dak's going to reset the market. Just be prepared, Cowboy fan. Yeah, just uh, that that's the thing. Now, is it going to be 60? Maybe, maybe not. Um, Unless he was told by Dak's agent, like, oh, no, we're not giving any break here. We're just trying to get this thing to start with a six. Yeah, which is very possible, and they're in a they're in a negotiating yeah, Dax position. Dax agent made like yeah. Starbucks. Never know. <laughs> Could they're uh, they're in a negotiating position that allows them to be as pushy as they want right now. Uh, now Dallas could just let it ride out, but they run a huge risk of let's let's play this game and let it ride out. Well, then you can't tag him. Then you have no way to retain him. You risk upsetting him or making him feel disrespected. And then he walks. So uh, I mean, the, the top of the market right now, average annual, annual value is burrow and that's 55 million. And so, I mean, 60 would be a jump. That would be a, that'd be a jump up. But... When this news comes out and breaks, mm-hmm. will more Tolos lose their mind over that or Mike McCarthy coming back? Ooh. Uh, well, I would say I think that from the only the stamp only the reasoning is that you can get away from Mike. It's only one more year with Mike. If you if you don't think Dak is the guy, if you sign him to this extension, it's a minimum what three years, probably uh two. Yeah, two. depending on what the contract structure is. But in the moment, no one was thinking of that when when Jerry released the statement. No. It was like, oh my gosh, are you freaking kidding me? Heads were exploding. More people will have freaked out about Mike McCarthy. The ones freaking out about Dak Prescott will be much more intense. That's that's the way I look at it. Is that because I mean half the fan base wants him to get this extension, wants yeah. him to get this money, wants him locked in. But I, they I, want him to get sixty million. Well, I know nobody wants any yeah. of their players to get as much as possible. We want everyone to take less to help out the team. Oh, there goes my water bottle. Oh, How about the organization? You've also got, like, I mean, that 60 number is generally for the the headlines. It's for quotes yeah. and everything like that. What matters is how much do you have fully guaranteed? How much, like, can you hit escalators? When are the guarantee dates that, hey, by this date, if you're on the roster on this date, this clicks in, this guarantees. Those are the things that matter. I had a, an agent tell me one time well. that the <laughs> if you wanted to gauge what is – how rich a contract really is. Then they said that you need to look at um, guaranteed new money as a percentage of the cap. So new money that you're getting, not just tacked on because it's an extension. You're not just looking at the value of what already you already have on the books. So new money that's guaranteed and how much of a percentage of the team's salary cap is it? He said, that's how you really tell how rich a contract is. So we can get into the weeds on those. This is just an easy number to round up and say, hey, this is what it is. When Demarcus Lawrence got his extension, the Cowboys and Demarcus Lawrence aside reported what the number was completely different. They called it different things. It was like, I don't remember what the specifics were, but his side called it one thing that made it sound like it was a new rarity. The Cowboys tried to call it one thing to downplay it. And so it's part of the negotiating game. But regardless of what it is, he will get paid a large sum of money by someone probably the Cowboys, and looking more likely like it'll be in the next month or two. A reminder of the leverage that number four has here on Jerry and Steven. His cap number for 2024 is $59.5 million. He cannot be tagged, meaning he can become an unrestricted free agent no matter what. He also has a no-trade clause. If Dak were to leave in free agency next year, Free agency, they mm-hmm. would take on a $36.5 million dead money hit for 2025. Yep. 
because they added two void years on the back of his deal. And I didn't know when you left as a free agent, you could still get you're dinged. Not, you're not supposed to, but with these salary cap accounting tricks that the Cowboys do, they have added two. He, technically, he has three years left on his contract right now. They are void years. They're years that have no money on them, and as soon as the year ends, it goes, up. Oh, your contract's voided. It's an automatic trigger. He's a free agent after next year. Those two years are accounting tricks so they can spread out his signing bonus. Don't get shake your head and get lost in the weeds here, Chop. I'll make it very simple. Let's pretend he has $30 million left on his salary cap hit. Right now, they're spreading out as 10 this year, and then on the two empty years, 10 million and 10 million. When that void year hits, the NFL says all of that money you have left over has to accelerate and hit your cap now. And so because of that accounting trick, they are going to be on the hook for that $36 million if he leaves. Uh, okay. and, and, and situations like this are how you never could take advantage of a rookie quarterback. Like, like that. That's why. Well, didn't they do the same thing with Romo? Uh, they didn't have void year. Like they did have void years stacked onto it, but it didn't hit them the same way. I think they had like a year left. They you, weren't accelerating yeah. two years. Of- you can't take advantage of a rookie quarterback. Well, if you have, let's just say, let's just say the Cowboys were to move on from Dak after this year, they were, they were play him out. Yeah, they were play him out and then sign, then not sign him. Yeah, and then then go and draft a rookie quarterback. Okay. Just, okay. Oh, you're talking about for here, right? Okay, not like Sam Fran is benefiting from Brock Purdy right, right. now and. Russ and Seattle. Yes. Okay. But like you, here. Yeah. You can't, you know, you've got how much, however much dead money on the books that would be, where you can't fully take advantage of the free quarterback. Mm. Yeah. It's like having, oh, I just got a large deposit into my bank account. And it's like, I also have an $8,000 credit card bill due. And yeah. it's like, well, I guess I don't have as much money as it looks like. Micah, uh, while attacking his defense, is <laughs> on this uh, Dak defense tour. And Parsons uh, went off on the media for hating on Dak, saying, quote, Besides Patrick Mahomes, what other quarterback in the AFC has accomplished anything to get more credit than Dak? A little curious why Micah took this to the AFC, uh, saying yeah. what other quarterback in the AFC besides Mahomes has accomplished anything to get more credit than Dak? Well, since you asked, uh, number 11, uh, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you could argue Russell Wilson, and Josh Allen. There are your five names who have done more. I would guess he's saying, and I don't know, because I, I don't try to interpret too frequently what Micah Parsons is saying, because I think there's a lot behind it. Uh, I would guess he's saying Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers did what they did in the NFC. I'm talking about what they've done as AFC quarterbacks. Yeah, but even still, still, Joe Burrow. Burrow. And Allen. I would guess that he's saying Lamar and Dak, forget individual achievements. Lamar and Dak are the same guy who have, have had the same struggles to accomplish. I, I would guess is what he says. I mean, Lamar's made a conference championship game, if you count that. Um, I mean, dude, for crying out loud, Joe Flacco. Has accomplished <laughs> well, Flacco, more. yeah, because he is back. That's true. Ryan Tannehill. Micah wasn't born the last time Flacco was in a Super Bowl, though. <laughs> uh, so there's Micah with his Dak defense. Mike Tannenbaum, former GM will hop on the G-Bag Nation here and there. He said that the Cowboys should go and get themselves no. a running back that plays for the Giants. This one's easy. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Tony Pollard was mildly disappointing replacing Zeke Elliott. His production went down by about 25%, as Hembo reminded me. So when you're looking at free agency, the first thing you do is say, if we're going to go outside our building, who can we get in the division to help us and hurt our opponent? And trust me, the last thing the New York Giants want to see if Saquon Barkley graduates this year is him with a star on the side of his helmet. Could you imagine the first time Dallas rolls into town with Saquon as a cowboy? And he would be perfect because 
He can catch. He can run. I think his pass protection has actually gotten better. And based on the way Tony Pollard played, I actually think he would improve that position for the 2024 Cowboys. Mike Tannenbaum just insured or should have just insured that no one ever picks up the phone to no. think about hiring him again. No. That, you have disqualified yeah. yourself with that statement. This has to be a fake take uh, just to get uh, find a way to get the Cowboys thrown in there somewhere. And New York. And New York. Yeah, New York and uh, Cowboy hits. Yeah, you're 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 hitting you're hit you're checking off all the boxes yeah, there, pal. Good God! Uh, just go right for the thirty third team. That's that that's what that's what you're doing right there with that take. <laughs> that's terrible. Nobody cares about weakening division rivals when the division rival is not a threat. Yeah. The Giants pose no threat to the Cowboys. None. Yeah. They don't but, care about weakening the Giants. Well, clearly, I don't I don't think this is a hot take for Ben. Like, I mean, it is a hot take, but I don't think he's just making up a take here. Let's remember, as Brian Broaddus has told us on the air several times, Mike Tannenbaum's leader. The guy that he drops to the altar to worship at his feet is Bill Parcells. This would be a very Parcells take. Like, get me the the bruising interdivision running back. Broadus has always said that, like, that might be an insult to Bill Parcells. Like, that's Bill Parcells would, like 20 years ago. That's yeah. Parcells. I would think Parcells would evolve a little bit did and you? adjust. Yeah, he was, I do. Yeah. He, did with, he did with the Patriots. He decided to air it out. I mean, he did have Curtis Barham, but that turned into... But otherwise, yeah, yeah it's of kind of the boring ground to pound. But this is like you say when you say he's guess just, what Bar- Bill Parcells also likes. Last time I checked, toughness and Saquon Barkley. He does like is toughness. Always banged up and hurt. He rushed for you did the homework yards, on right? it. Three point nine a carry. Yeah, he's twenty seven and he was furious and devastated that he got tagged last year. Yeah. So one, he's twenty seven. Two, he's a running back. Three, he's always banged up. And four, he's going to want definitely more than the franchise tag after having not even a thousand yard season. Yeah, he wants 15 a year. He's going to want 15 a year or at least 13 a year. Uh, And it's just a big no. It's a big fat no. Uh, What you do is you just take a, you go to the draft and you pick a running back in a round not named one, two, or three. (laughs) Well, good luck with that. I, I think you, I think, I think people will. I think the NFL is starting to get on board with you for the most part about round one round. But I, I do think that teams are starting to look at like, okay, round two is a sweet spot where you can get to, I think this team could potentially pick a running back in round two this year. I don't think they would ever do it in round one or, or at least not for a long, long time. I don't think they're looking to do anything in round one, but yeah, because Michael Gelkin reported that they're moving away from investing in the running back. Thank goodness. Dallas morning news. Yes. Rounds two, three, four. That is going to be the sweet spot. I would bet almost anything that the Cowboys pick a running back in either round two, three or four this year. That would be where I'd guess that they want to get one. I do think they want to get one relatively early relatively high, but they don't want to spend first-round money yeah. on him. Well, they get a running back in the second round. Is, is it an ACL he'll be coming off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some type of flag. Yeah. It'll I mean, a broken red. ankle. Uh, yeah, and that's how they like to do their linebackers, right? Like, they like to get linebackers in the second round that have their careers end in five years. But, no, I, I think that, obviously, the the chatter, it's so easy to go, go get Saquon Barkley, go get Derrick Henry, go get Josh Jacobs, go do this and this. It's like, no, Terrence Steele, uh, rebound from the injury, block better, you know, uh, yeah. center, get better at center, you know, do those sorts of things. Those are the sorts of things that will improve their run game. little inside the star update on the home of the Cowboys and the World Series champs. That's us here on 105 through the fan. What are the sneaky Dallas Mavericks up to with their ticket prices under this new ownership? RJ Choppy may have some major scoop next on the fan. Call from mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hump Day Edition here on Sean and RJ. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club here on DFW Sports Station. What is going on? With the Dallas Mavericks. By the way, Peyton got us PJ Washington this morning well. at 9 o'clock. So the show of Wales continues. I think he also got Kevin Millar. Uh, we're going to have an NFL player in studio on Friday. Jalen Mills, DeSoto alum. We you know we, uh, we know we've got big-time representation in DeSoto because when we did the Firehouse Tour out there, a lot of people showed up. They call it Title Town down there with Soto, Duncanville, everybody else. Uh, but Jalen Mills from the Patriots will be here on Friday in studio. And PJ from Frisco. Yes. He played in Frisco. Uh, so, PJ Washington, your newest Dallas Maverick, will join us at 9 o'clock here on The Fan. So, this started circulating on Reddit. And people are trying to figure out what is going on. It started lighting up our group text yesterday. Have any other Mavs ticket holders found the same thing? This was the Reddit post. As per annual tradition of Mavs screwing over their season ticket holders, the Adelson family increased Mavs prices by as much as 50% for the upcoming season. They are doing away with loyalty pricing. I went into my account to check prices for $24.25. I thought it was a typo when I saw prices for my tickets went up 50%. I called my rep, and they said the prices have gone up. When I asked about loyalty pricing, they said that was no longer something they did. This means that many loyal fans who have supported the team for years will have to pay the full price or give up their seats. This comes after last year in which they gave fans a preseason game as part of their regular season ticket allotment and raised ticket prices by 10% to cover the cost of a new TV deal and crummy new chairs. Meanwhile, the Suns <laughs> owner launched a partnership that gives their fans access to every locally broadcasted game for free. This started circulating and gaining steam yesterday. It did. I mean, even accounts that are just generally as... as homery as it gets and these are we're talking about like you know like Mavs super fan accounts say hey look they they up my tickets 25 percent without a warning um i miss cuban already you know the <laughs> adelson family they're they're vegas and and you know vegas loves to price gouge 
Oh, we we saw that with the drink prices and everything yep. else a couple weeks ago. And you know, like there there is you know double there, vodka soda forty bucks. Yeah, I mean, you go to you go to Caesars and a donut and coffee is eighteen dollars. Yeah, it's like okay, I mean, all right, I mean, that's not really the world. Thanks for the uh, uh, daily expense, Odyssey. Appreciate that. <laughs> thanks for the world there, but uh, that's kind of the way it is, you know. And now it's the loyalty pricing's gone, and that to me is 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 a shame. Like. Are the Mavs the Green Bay Packers? Do they have a thirty-year wait list? Do they no. have, is there somebody right behind them that is just dying to get Mavs season tickets? Probably a fake one that Cuban set up. Probably a fake one. Like you, you know, know how many children's groups and bands we have yeah. waiting in line to get in here to fill up these seats to keep our attendance number up. Yeah, like you want to thumb your nose at the most loyal customer base? Like that's the one you don't mess with. Yeah, that's the one you don't mess with. The like, VIPs. Yeah, they buy more alcohol. They buy more merchandise. Uh, you want them happy. You want them coming back. Like Arthur Blank is is charging three dollars for a hot dog, four bucks for a beer. You know you and 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 that's that's the era that we're living in. You got some owners that are doing that, like you said, the Suns owner. And then you want to do this? Okay. It's amazing how they cook the books with it too. You don't look. What team do you think has the number one attendance in the NBA? Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Golden They're, State. Uh, the Mavericks are number two. Number one is in the East. They're Boston. not. They're not a top five playoff team. Toronto. No. Detroit. <laughs> Chicago. How do the Chicago Bulls have the number one attendance? And I know Chicago sports fans are supposed to be really good. They're three games under five hundred. And here are the doubt. So the the top two attendances in the league are the number nine and the number seven seed. I don't buy that. There's a, there's a long wait list to boo widows in Chicago. You you got to show up. <laughs> wow. you know, people want to people get it. People on Twitter are reacting. It is all over the place. So, and uh, the Heat are four, and we know that's BS. Yeah, we know that's not Most true. South beat. Yeah. They, are, they're on, they could play in the NBA Finals, and they wouldn't be, like, they wouldn't be the fourth most let attended. Me, let me just give you the, t- the teams in order. Bulls, Mavericks, 76ers, Heat, Knicks, Denver, Raptors, Cavaliers, Celtics are nine, Orlando Magic ten, the Lakers are eleven. This is this year's attendance report. It's wow. in, I, I, I haven't seen it this wonky in a long time. Golden State is sixteenth. The San Antonio Spurs and the Utah Jazz and Blazers. You're expecting me to believe they they all have higher attendance than the Warriors. Wemby so. effect. Wemby effect. That's what it is. You know Mavs Muse on Twitter? Yes. That very popular account. Mavs Muse replied to this when this got posted up, and he said, yep, uh, my tickets randomly increased in price by 25% with no warning. Somebody replied to that, said, same 27% and still no email for my ticket rep. Uh, another person said, mine went up 20%, and they're offering a coupon to the hangar as consolation as well as more player access, whatever that means. Uh, and so a lot of people were here. Others said 50% seems high. Some people were saying mine went up, but they went up like 10. You know, Tolo Michael, uh, who is like uh, the ticket oh, yeah. guy for the station, I asked him, and he said, yeah, my Mav seats, section 110, row K, three aisle seats are going from 94 per to 128 per next season. And I said, is this the first raise like this in a long while? By the way, truckwreck.com text line, we need you for this badly. 877-881-1053, along with Twitch and YouTube. He said, this season, my loyalty price was $94, but brand new season ticket holders in my same section, it was 106 That is why loyal season ticket holders are pissed. Now, everyone in my section will pay 128 per, regardless of tenure. 
Yeah, Regardless. So, so like it's it's just generally you you you're there a long time. You have paid in to the system. Yeah. You should get some kind of a return pricing. It's like we appreciate lot, you. Yeah. A lot of times, apartments will give their current residents a cheaper rate than new ones. That's why I stay in an apartment. <laughs> Sometimes they don't do that anymore. Like there are places down there. Like, well, you know, we don't need. We'll, f- we'll fill your place tomorrow. Yes. And and maybe the Adelson family feels that they will fill every single seat tomorrow. Uh, I I don't know if that's the case. I mean, like, are, is, is there a dire call? Now, maybe the Mavs with the number two in attendance. Yeah. I mean, how much of that is arena size? How much of that is, you know, cooking the books, right? It's like, all right, are we really being truthful here? Are we really being, we really think they're going to just sell every seat now? Boy, that is a, that is a Vegas perspective, though, right? Like, uh, you know, the, the, the same city. That has the concept of like, well, yeah, if you sit at the bar and you're you're playing the games, I can give you a discount on your drink or whatever else. It's the same idea of like, yeah. well, look, we're raising your prices. Everything else is expensive, but look, we'll give you a, a coupon to the hangar. You know, if you if you stay here and play with us, we'll we'll give you a hangar coupon. When you go and gamble, you get you, you go and gamble enough, you get a free room. You get a free room. You get a free room. You get all all it takes is five thousand dollars a hand for uh you know for an <laughs> hour. But uh, we'll give you that free room, man. Why do you think that this new ownership group would be doing this? Well, my Here's a theory, and there's backed up by by speculation. And a theory backed up by speculation. Yes, <laughs> very yeah, is speculation usually backing for something? <laughs> uh, is I think speculation. A theory backed up by speculation, grounded by guessing. Grounded by guessing. I was just I was thinking, why the hell they would do this? Why, 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 this makes no sense. This is out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And I remember a conversation I had about a week ago. Well, uh, and all right. With someone very much in the know. Ted Cruz. Not Ted. Probably has a phone direct line to Ted. Ooh. That said that gambling in Texas is not happening. Like this year or soon? Like anytime soon. Like anytime soon. Like wow. the next time I'll be on the ballot, not, it's not even going to be on the ballot. They're not even going to put it up for vote. And it dawned on me like, okay, that makes a lot of sense here because... I think the Adelsons bought this team with the assumption that they were going to wind up getting gambling and they're going to be able to get it approved. And if you know, and that's how they would recruit their money. The Marlins, when they when the Marlins owner bought the team, the first thing he did was like, "All right, we I am we are not spending a dime until I recoup everything I paid for this team on. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm getting I'm getting back the money I spent, and then we will spend." And I wonder if they're feeling the same way. Like, okay, we spent this money on here. We're not, we were planning on getting our money back by building a casino. And if that's not going to happen, all we're going to do is spend, spend, spend. We need to find a way to get some of our money back. I mean, this is a very short-term way of doing that. I mean, how much money are you really making at $30 a seat? If you're raising your ticket price to $30 a seat, you ain't going to make that much money that fast. When is that? How, 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 real quick, how could they have misread or gotten the gambling flip wrong, though? That's hard to believe. Well, I mean, it's simple. Mark Cuban's an idiot. He's a fraud. <laughs> he misread the CBA, and now he misread what's going to happen yeah, here. But, with these, but these people from Vegas are not. No, they're not. But I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe they don't have the same lobbyists uh, that are telling them that certain things. Uh, I, I don't know. You're right. The- you're right. It doesn't make sense why they would misread this so badly. This would be a strong misread from two spots, though, because the Rockets owner is, is into gambling. Like, like for he's Tita, a for Tita? Yeah, he he's a casino owner. The idea there, people talked about there, was like, oh, he must have some sort of a sense that something's coming. The Adelsons are 
incredibly their, their connections here. Mary Madelson is a longtime political donor who has money here in the state of Texas yeah. and has had it here for years. Republican. Yes, that you would think she would have an idea or they would have the connections to make this possible. That spot they're building in Irving that you've talked about. The uh where, the where Texas Stadium used to be. They 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 used to, you know, they're, they're the Sands people in what, Vegas. When is that supposed to be done? 2028. So does Ish. that does that if if this is an indication that oh we're not going to be able to recoup our losses are they saying they don't think they're going to be able to have gambling done by that date then the 2028 I think I think so I mean like from what I've heard is that they they're not even going to put it on the on the ballot to even have a discussion about within the state department or So whatever. this it wouldn't be something that just ties them over for 4 years you're thinking like it's not going to be here in 2028. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be here in 20. From what from what like the conversation I had, they don't think it'll be here by then at all. Wow. And this is not going to recoup them the money. That, that's the thing. Like if they, let's just say they were they add. Yeah, it's not going to recoup it. Yeah, like every seat, like they're not getting that kind of money out. Yeah, of but it, you yeah. still try to cut into your losses. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and it would you're cut not going to make it up, but right. that doesn't mean you don't try to save. Exactly. They would cut into their losses. They would be able to get something back. I don't know. I don't know how true it is. I, I based on who who told me this, like I'm like, all right, okay, that I'm gonna I'm gonna believe this. Yeah, I still like I don't want to believe it, and I'm still like, wait a second, that makes no sense because everything we've heard is that it is gonna go absolutely get past that and and maybe marijuana, right? Everything. But why is it taking so long to get past then? Like, why all of a sudden now would the legislature, the powers that be, say they know the money that it makes, and, and now all of a sudden, like because the Adelson family is coming here. Like, I don't know. 940 says uh, they're going to do weed first, then gambling. Uh, this is an interesting one. And I've seen this a lot in the last 24 hours. 469. This is all part of the conspiracy to move the Mavericks to Las Vegas. That ultimately, it's like we tried, tried to work mm. it out. And then we had to raise ticket prices. It became completely unprofitable for us. Uh, We're going to have to move them to Vegas where yeah. we can do what we want. Pay, pay. what are the Tolos saying about their tickets? The 205 has season tickets. He says, uh, my season tickets in section 315 went from 920 for the season to 1260. Ooh. Already up there. So a lot, lot, lot of fans upset. For a seven seed. Yeah, for a seven seed. Absolutely. You know, and people are saying, we, we've been talking about legalizing gambling for 20 years. You know, we still can't buy liquor on Sundays. You think you're going to have gambling? You think you're going to jump from you can't buy liquor on Sundays to all of a sudden being able to gamble? Yeah. Or or, or smoke weed legally? I don't know. It's just. there. I, there's a college football conspiracy out there. Some dirty voting. Dirty voting. Very bad people. Very, very bad people. Uh, we have the new college football playoff format that is set. Are we all going to be huge fans of it? A little hump day edition of the college football playoff kegger next on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Oh, I win. Google me. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. College football! Ho, ho, ho. We have ourselves, Sean Sharif, a college football playoff format. Five teams. Your top five rated conference champions. ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, SEC, and then the highest ranked of the others, the American, the Sun Belt, whatever. So if you win your conference, you are in the playoffs. You're in. The top four seeds will have a bye. If you win your conference and you're one of the highest ranked, no conference is guaranteed a spot. Yeah, of those four, ACC, Big 10, Big 12, SEC, um, and then the other, the the highest ranked other team. Now, yes, no conference guaranteed a spot, but on the off chance that the uh, Big Ten champion is the seventh highest ranked conference champ, yes, they probably won't get in. Um, but short of that, you're going to get in if you win your conference, and there's going to be seven at-large teams. Uh, so those are the teams that are picked, and those are going to be basically the next seventh highest ranked teams in the college football playoff. And, you know, they do the, every Monday or Tuesday, whatever, they do the seeding, yeah. and they'll just take that. So we'll get we'll have 12 teams. Twelve teams, first four teams, first top five, top four highest conference champions. We'll get a bye, all right, and then um, the others will be on December twentieth. And this is a problem. And this is where the NCAA or whoever's doing this thing isn't thinking. It will be at the home site of the higher seeded team. So the fifth seed will play the twelfth seed on the fifth seed campus, or. On the campus. On the campus or at a facility that they choose. Okay. So, like, if Georgia doesn't want to play at Georgia, they can play at the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Right. Or if Texas doesn't want to play there, they can play at AT&T or whatever. You know what I mean? All right. But you can have it wherever. Here's the problem. What is December 20th? What's going on on campuses on December 20th? I don't know. Graduation? Nothing. Christmas <laughs> break. Christmas break. Or holiday break. Sorry. Yeah. None of the students are there. Find me the college campus where on December 20th they're still there. I don't think that is going to matter. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a disadvantage to the home team, I think. I mean, if the student sections aren't there, that's 50,000 students. Yeah, but that's, you that's, tell that's me the 80% stadiums. 80% of your noise. You tell me the stadium's not going to be filled, oh, and, it'll be filled. And, oh. and a home field advantage for you? It will absolutely be filled. But it will not be the same home field advantage. Not even close. And are those students going to get the same access to a CFP game with free or cheap, cheap tickets that they do for regular season? Probably not. Great question. Don't know. So if they're not going to, if the price is going to go up, I don't know how much of a problem that's going to be, not having them there on campus with school in session. I would imagine it would still be a rabid home field advantage. It will be There's no doubt it'll be a home field advantage. Uh, But you go to some of these programs that have been dying for this, like, you know, uh, just forget dying for it. Just go to Alabama. Like, Alabama, without the student section, is just a bunch of blue hairs out there. Isn't it? Yeah, but it, I, I think this is less of a problem for home field advantage and more of a problem for home. Like, I think you'll have 
kids saying like, "Well, sorry, I'm not coming home for right. Christmas. Exactly. I'm staying on. I'm staying yeah, maybe. here for Christmas." Yeah. You might, you might have that. You might have that. I don't. Some schools have rules. You got to vacate the dorms uh, over Christmas break or whatever. So I know the CFP's have, yeah. anti-family. They're That's anti-family. What we're taking from this. I like this though that you're getting to play at their stadiums versus yes. just like it's you know a neutral site or just an off-site. Yeah. Now again, stadium. if you're uh, if you're a school. That's got a, let's say you're Vanderbilt. You got a 50,000 seat stadium. Godson. You know, you can go play at uh, at the Titans facility in Nashville. You know, you get yourself an extra 20, 30,000 seats. Yeah. That's good. You know, you know what I mean? So, like, uh, you know, TCU, whose stadium is not as big as AT&T. They make it. They want to go play at AT&T or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? SMU go play at the Cotton Bowl. I like that. I, I like that aspect of it. It allows some of these, especially some of these smaller programs that are trying to catch up on revenue and some other things. That helps them get boosted up that's good like that like all this so far you like the format in general i do just because the, the initial conversation was six plus six that it was going to be six conference yeah. champions and six at large after everything went down with the pac-12 it just it didn't make sense anymore to do it that way so they switched to five plus seven this will get better teams in there this will get you know a a better group mm-hmm. of teams inside now that the pac-12 was you know weakened like it was and so i think this is the right move and I can't wait. I don't think I we'll have wait. nearly the intensity. There will always be arguments, but I don't think we'll have nearly the intensity about Team 13 as we do about Team 5. Right. So. And will this water down and mess up the regular season? In an extent, for sure. It'll water down and mess up the non-conference schedule. That's for sure. Because mm. Matt Rule gave an interview yesterday to Husker Extra, and obviously... Nebraska, big time CFP contender right now. Just <laughs> knocking on the door. Nebraska furniture. Let us in. They're ready to go. Uh, but no, honestly, when he's looking at this, he's saying, look, we're in a power conference here in the Big Ten, and we've got a stacked schedule coming up. And if this is about the highest ranked, like if there's seven at large bids, and we're trying to make sure that we're one of the better ranked teams there, we can't risk things earlier in the year. So he said, in a year where you hope to play, 15 or 16 games, why would you elect to play a really tough game early? A couple years ago, if I told you we were going to play Oregon and Washington as non-conference games, you'd say, holy smokes. Holy smokes! Well, now that's the conference. I think personally, with 18 teams, you should give yourself the best chance with your scheduling. And so he's been intimating to reporters there yesterday. He was saying, like, I'm not not scheduling Power 5 team, non-conference Power 5 teams. Right. And that that may happen. Because now your your slate's usually going to be bigger. You're going to have... You know, you got super conferences now uh, with the SEC and the Big Ten. I have no idea how this is going to play out, but uh, I, I love the fact they're going to get 12 in there now. It's um, the way the sport is. You know, five years ago, I hated the idea of 12 because I mean, we couldn't even get competitive games when it was one versus four. Yes. Now, with the transfer portal, I mean, we have basically a, I don't want to say watered down, but it's more NFL where any, any of the top 10 teams can beat the, the, another top 10 team. Yeah, hopefully it I mean, it probably is going to be just like the NBA where you know that the lower seed has no chance and and yeah. no shot. But for the time being, give me more playoffs, give me more postseason. I've been saying this about every single sport for a long time. You got to give me some stakes. Yeah. You got to give me a reason. I do not care about all the other bowl games outside of the Final Four. It does not matter to me whatsoever. What is on the line? Yeah. And you will have this. And look, we weren't getting a lot of competitive games until recently, as you just said, right. with the Final Four. So let's just go ahead and make it non-competitive for more games that matter. The first half dozen years or more. And we'll get we'll get, we'll get get some upsets. Yeah, we will. The first half dozen years or more of the Final Four 
I mean, no game was decided by less than 17 points. Wow. Like, we, what are we doing here? You know, and now there are the, we, we've had some great games over the last couple of seasons. And, and this could help the regular season by having your team, if you were 12, 13, 14 in the nation, I mean, to me as a sports fan, it's like, who cares? Well, why am I following this? Uh, and yeah, now it, it adds more stakes to more teams. Yeah, now you're 8, 9, 10, 11. Like, let's watch this game to see who's going to yeah. be the, the, the 12 seed. Absolutely. Now, they, the regular they needed a unanimous approval of this. So they had a virtual meeting of, of, of 10 FBS presidents and chancellors and the Notre Dame president. Boy, I hate how Notre Dame just gets their own vote. Like, they get their own vote. For, <laughs> I hate it. Um, by the way, they did say they are going to be in the college football game. Notre Dame. There was talk that they weren't going to be in it. They are going to be in it. That came out yesterday. Weren't going to be in what? The college football video game that's coming out. Oh, the video game. Yeah. So they are going to be in the college football video game. Thank God. Still don't know about the FCS teams. <laughs> no pun so intended. So we, we haven't heard about that. Um, now, the Pac-12 had either previously abstained or asked for a delay as it worked out determining its future. They are the Pac-2. It is Washington State and Oregon State. And, or- and Washington State's president, Kirk Schultz, represents the Pac-2 on the board. So he changed his vote. And he said, okay. I am going to vote along with everybody else, and I will vote for a five plus seven instead of the six plus six. The six was plus six was to be the Pac-12 involved and, and another power or group of five team. Well, why did he do this? Why did all of a sudden he change course? Yes. Why would uh, he do Brian this? Windhorst pointing to the ceiling. <laughs> Dennis Dodd tweeted this yesterday and quickly deleted it. Oh. Sources told CBS Sports that Oregon State and Washington State received a few million extra By the way, dollars. side question. How Now we're we're nobodies. Dennis Dodd is national reporter. Hmm. Speak how, for yourself. How long do you think you could tweet a mistake and delete it before you have that fear of the screenshot being grabbed? Oh, I'm well, less than 40 seconds. Let you That's saying that you're popular then. You think no, I, someone, I, I, no, I'm, I'm not saying that we get screenshotted. Yours would get screenshotted by someone else. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I would have an initial fear immediately. Uh, not that it would get screenshotted, just like that it could. Yeah, yeah. Like even Dennis Dodd, I'm like, whoa, they got, they got the Dennis Dodd screenshot before he erased it. So it would obviously depend on the topic that I'm talking about. If I tweet something, one of these things I've told you guys about the Cowboys during the breaks or something like that, stuff like that. If I were to tweet that out, where it's like, ah, I can't talk about this quite yet. Two minutes. Maybe yeah. less. Yeah. Like if it's related to that. Now, if I just say something cancelable, yeah. maybe I got like five minutes. Maybe. Because somebody no, made their, I think it's less. I think their eyes may glaze over it. Like, oh, that's not Cowboys. Like, I think people in their scroll just look at it and go like, not Cowboys news. So there's a smaller pool of people. All right. Back to you. So this was his tweet yesterday. Sources told CBS Sports that Oregon State and Washington State received a few million dollars extra these next two years. Whether it was directly responsible for Schultz switching his vote is not known. The Pac-2 had been asking for A5 status going forward, which is an automatic, well, the, the Power 5, right? Group of 5, they wanted the A5. They want to be a part of that thing. Like you. They had been asking for that, yes. Um, and then he switched the votes. Well, Dodd tweets that and then quickly deletes that tweet. Uh, and that made a lot of ears perk up. Like, okay, did they get nefarious, a payoff? Very nefarious. <laughs> very nefarious. Very bad people. Talking out of turn. Did they get a payoff? Did Washington State and Oregon State 
receive a few million dollars extra each to say, you know what? We will change our vote until we can figure out what's going to happen to us. Uh, if that's the case, like, what are you going to do with that extra couple million dollars, Washington State? Are you going to pass down to your students? Mm, are right. the students going to get cheaper tuition? You know, I mean, getting the people to Pullman ain't, the, ain't that easy. Are you going to get cheaper tuition now? Are you going to pay your teachers better? Or is that money going to go just into the athletic department's budget? Which one's it going to be? In the realm of payoffs, that would be one of the weaker ones that I'd be concerned with. So what? They got a couple extra million to, like, get out of the way. But can't be crooked. Got to be on be the up and up. Got to be on the up and up. And shame on you, Dennis, not for deleting that. Yeah. If, if, if that's the report, have faith in your reporting. You know, uh, like, stand by. Part of the cover up. There is, <laughs> there is no harm in tweeting the truth. Ooh, I don't know about that. Mm. Otherwise, Bobby would tell us what he really knows about the Cowboys. <laughs> and uh, everything else. Sean, RJ, and Robert. We got Peyton and Rye Rye in the back. We're live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. The Dallas Stars are on a losing streak. The Mavs are catching heat for what they're doing to season ticket holders, but also for the lawsuit coming from Donnie Nelson, and it's coming fast. We'll tell you about it on the home of the Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 